Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of A Spoonful of Consciousness with your girl, Negad. Today it's going to be another episode of one of those like birth chart reading, um, person studying type of thing. I'm going to be introducing you guys. I'm going <laughs> to be introducing you guys to somebody really awesome, really cool, really fun, really fresh. Her name is Lucky. Lucky, where you at, boo? Hey. <laughs> How are you today? I'm very good. Okay, introduce yourself. Who's lucky in a nutshell? Well, I am a 27-year-old vegan, partly Somali girl from Canada, (laughs) but I've lived in Germany for a few years, and that's where I met my husband, and I'm now a new mom, and yeah. Where can people find you? You can find me at youtube.com slash posilucky, that's P-O-S-I, lucky. And same for my Instagram. <laughs> Emphasis on the I. Yes. <laughs> Yo, because of you, I don't order Starbucks the same. I'm like oh low-key self-conscious. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was amazing. That was like life open, like eye-opening. Yo, I was shook. I <laughs> swear sorry. to God. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so today we're going to be diving into your birth chart. How do you feel about that? Give us how you feel, girl. Well... I feel like, okay, so I'm a Pisces, I know that, and I've always been, like, somewhat connected to it, um, but never fully, and so when I heard you reading um, the birth chart of Arij, that's her name, right? Um, I was like, okay, maybe there's more to it, so I'm looking forward to... Oh, you've never had this done before? I know my sun, moon, and rising, but I never looked into it. I'm just like, okay, I don't know what this means, but sure. Okay, well, that's perfect because today we're just going to be talking about, because obviously like I'm learning and I'm just taking a few steps in, testing the waters, and obviously this is a good way to, you know, like have a good conversation, ask questions, get to know each other, all Mm -hmm. of this and all that. Um, Also, I found something out that was really interesting, and it's like our, we have like two signs that are sort of opposing in a way, but it makes us very compatible. And so usually they recommend that for like good, long lasting friendships or relationships. And I found that so freaking awesome. That is cool. I know. I was so hyped. I'm like, yeah. oh my God. And it makes sense because you and Martin share that same sign. So I'm like, oh, oh. anyways. Okay. So today we're just going to be talking about like your, it's called the primal triad. So that is your son rising and your moon sign only because obviously i'm learning i'm getting into it i want a ball hopefully one day i'm gonna be like sending over pdfs and pdfs of like what's going on for lucky this week uh-huh. but um you said you know your sun sign and your moon sign and your rising sign yeah right yeah okay so i'm just gonna introduce your sun sign i feel like this is like the sun sign is not necessarily as important as the other signs because it's just, it's like your ego speaking mm-hmm. and like the image you have of yourself. Usually, uh, like, have you ever read um, your Pisces horoscope and felt like it fit? Only part, partly. Like, um, so I do, I'm emotional for one. I do feel a lot. And um, I low key have like this psychic ability. I know that sounds crazy, but I will have a dream that something is happening to someone and I hit them up. I'm like, are you okay? And usually something bad happened to them. And and my mom is a Pisces and the same thing happens to her. She actually knew when my brother across the country was in a coma before he was in a coma. Are you serious? I swear. So like that part I fully feel is accurate, but um, 
other things like my head's in the cloud and da da da. I just I don't feel I'm connected to that. No, eh? Yeah. Well, they do recommend that like when you're reading your horoscopes, it's best to read your moon sign horoscope because that's the mm-hmm. most accurate one okay. than reading your sun hor- sign horoscope because that's your ego. But your feeling self would actually like uh, relate to what the horoscope says, not your ego or your head or what's like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like your self-image, you see? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's so interesting. And honestly, I don't doubt that at all that you have like dreams and stuff because that, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You seem like that type of person. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like even as a young child, I would have like very dark dreams too. So, um, oh wow. Yeah, it, it's very odd. But like I swear, my mom is the exact same in that aspect. That's- that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we already touched, like, we already explained that, like, you know, like, the sun determines your ego, identity, role in life, self-image, and it's, like, the core of who you are. Um, but right now, we already established that your sun is in Pisces, but we haven't established that your sun is in your fifth house. So um, when you're born, it's the what astrology uses, like, your birth chart is just, like, the map of the sky the moment you were born. Um, and you gave it to me down to the minute, which I was, like, really impressed by. I was like, girl, I've never heard. Usually I get, like, 8.30 or 8. I'm not, like, you went straight to the minute. I was like, damn, sis, yes. your mom was. Because luckily mom- I, I kept the, um, like, the card they give you in the hospital. Like, it's a girl. <gasps> and so my mom found that. And ever since then, like, I know my blood type and the exact time I was born. Oh, my God. Girl, I go to blood tests every week and I still don't know my blood oh, wow. type. I like asked about it and they're like oh no somebody will tell you and nobody told me I don't know I don't even know who to ask and that's like important information you should yeah know. yeah so anyways um what was I saying uh, what was I saying I was saying something very interesting I feel like yeah okay so like it's in your fifth house yeah mm-hmm. so it's like a map of the sky and the sky is sort of divided in 12 and each each little um like division each little piece of pie I should say um represents something Mm-hmm. So the sun was in the fifth house of the sky <laughs> when you were born. So what that represents is that you're like, it's a very good natal placement is what I'm hearing online. And it enhances. And when I tell you this, you're going to be shook. It en- it enhances sort of like your, um, uh, your uh, fertility. And fertility is a huge oh, thing in wow. your natal chart, which I'm like really surprised about. Wow. Okay. I- yeah, so it makes you like one of those type of people that are just it's so it's easy for you to have children. Which and then for you to connect with those children. It's very interesting because I always thought I had fertility problems because I just have a lot of like issues with my like um reproductive, you know, system. And so oh, I wow. always thought it would be hard for me to conceive and literally the first time we tried, um, I got pregnant, so yeah, how how was that? How was being a mom? First time mom, first time, sh- first shot, first go, boom, you're in this. Damn, it's hard. I'm not even gonna lie, it is hard as heck. But it's it's you you adapt really quick. I yeah. Feel like. yeah, you cover it a lot on your your channel also, and I like how you like portray the new mom. Um, and it's on top of that, not only are you a new mom, you're like really hip and like young. Hip is such an old word. I know, <laughs> but I love it. I call myself hip. Yeah, it like encompasses exactly who you and, and Richard are, you know? Yeah, we're um, hip alternative parents. Um, <laughs> you know, we get a lot of shit already for um, 
wanting to raise our daughter vegan and and stuff like that. Yeah, how you do it? Eh? I never really thought about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, people are like, so why do you? Why are you gonna force your child to eat vegan? And I'm like, well, I was forced to eat meat. Like it's <laughs> you do what your parents do until mm-hmm. you're old enough to uh, make your own decisions. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's funny because I, in my mind, I wasn't thinking, oh, they're raising their daughter vegan. I was like. Oh, they're raising their daughter and they're feeding her so she stays alive. You know, like exactly. It's not about oh, there's no meat in her diet, there's no dairy in her diet. Is you she does she get her nutrients? Yeah, yeah. she's good. Okay, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Some people but, don't think about that. No, not at all. And they get shook, you know. Mm-hmm. So since your son is in your fifth um, house, uh, which like represents like everything I said, but it also makes you one of those people that are good at raising children. So you're good for having children and raising them. So if ever you're experiencing um, like any doubts, doubts or whatever, uh, since astrology is like a pseudoscience, it's been like carried down for so long. Usually they would uh, use people with your um, like birth placement, like the fifth house, to have to to have and raise the children. Wow. Of whatever. I think it's so beautiful, honestly, and it like really encompasses who you are. And I know sometimes you're hard on yourself about like being a new mom and stuff, but you are like mothering you know that's really good to hear because (laughs) you know I have doubts all the time and some days are so hard and I'm like I don't know if I can do this but uh that's really good to hear yeah (laughs) okay so I thought that was really important to mention because you know you're Pisces you know you're a Pisces and you know that's your sun sign Mm -hmm. but it's I think it's interesting to know that like oh well it's in my fifth house that's something I didn't know about my sun sign yeah I don't know these houses thing I've never like ever looked into it yeah so whenever you read your uh, horoscope if ever like you don't want to read your moon sign one or you want to just check this one out try to like visualize the family life when you're reading it Mm. you see what i mean yeah yeah because usually that's what it'll be about so we're gonna move quickly over to your rising sign okay okay so your rising sign is like the mask you present to people uh, to, to people. Usually this sort of fades throughout the years because you no longer like use that mask and you're more comfortable in who you are and like you've been put through like obstacles or whatever that made you comfortable in who you are. So not a lot of people like read it mm-hmm. that much, but I think it's just important to know. Okay. <laughs> and also we have the same rising sign and I'm like, "Oh, makes sense." Hey. <laughs> right? So you're a Libra rising. Is that what you knew before? I knew I was a Libra rising, yeah. Okay. But like I said, never looked into it. Okay, okay. Um, so people with Libra rising have Venus as their chart ruler. So Venus, the pl- like the planet Venus in the map of the sky when you were born, was the first planet in the beginning of like the sort of like the chart, number one. Mm-hmm. So that means that rules like a huge aspect of your life. So Venus is like your like planet. Mm. See what I mean? Yeah. So it's like the first planet that the, that uh, a, a zodiac sign hits, if that makes sense. Okay. So um, it's the planet of beauty and love. Like, I'm your Venus, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, lo- like a lot of uh, attention and energy around like how you look, whether that be hair, whether that be makeup, whether that be jewelry. Like y- you do pay attention to how you look and how you present yourself. And usually it's like in a unique way, in a way that like really expresses who you are you see what i mean yeah so um yeah so the way you tap into or connect to like the venus energy in your chart will either strongly affect you positively or negativity it will never be in the middle so whatever traits i tell you and whatever things i throw at you right now it'll either be a hard yes or it'll be a hard no Mm -hmm. okay 
because it's such a like that's what the Venus energy is. It's mm. yes or no. It's not like ah, let's just float around for a bit. It's very balanced. Like yes, no, yes, no. Mm. Anyways, are you following? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm just spitting everything no, out. <laughs> I'm trying to absorb everything. Okay, so um, you guys. Okay, so Libra rising individuals tend to have a slim body in the first part of their lives and gain weight in the second part, but. They okay. Do you relate to that? Just to start yes, off with that, for sure. Okay, so you were you were skin. Yeah, you were slim in the bony beginning. Little, yeah, I was very bony. Really? Yeah, until <laughs> like puberty hit, and then I got chubby lover. I'm yeah, uh, okay. a voluptuous woman now. Exactly, voluptuous is the key word here, <laughs> because it seems like okay for people who have Libra in their first uh, Venus in their first house and their Libra risings. They seem to have this gift, this natural gift or blessing, I should say, that whatever weight they put on, it always develops into some into attractive curves. And for you, you, you I, okay, I don't want to let you answer this because I know it's true. I've seen your pictures. I've seen your your slim, thick with your cute ass. Okay. <laughs> well, not post uh, post baby, but I would say yeah. Beforehand, I have that hourglass shape. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so uh, okay, Libra risings usually take care of their appearance. Would you say that relates to you in any way? Do you take care? Is there something about your appearance that you love or that you try to express to others or whatever? Well, I would say like yeah, with like my hair. You know, I've had every hair color under the sun. You know, I dye mm. my hair a lot. Um, yeah, piercings, tattoos, like all of that is my, and and just like the clothes I wear. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. You want to talk about your style a little bit, sis? Yeah, actually. Um, I've always had, like, an alternative style. Um, I wore hijab, actually, from grade 5 to, I think, when I was 19. So, oh, longest time. But oh. what's funny is, underneath my hijab, I started stretching my ears, and I had, like, a scene haircut. So, I had, oh. like, I had like a scene phase under my hijab. <laughs> It's like the beginning of a Disney story, Disney love story. Yeah, so it's wow. I, yeah, so it's like truly deeply ingrained in who you are. Yeah, even though wow. I couldn't show it outside, underneath it all, um, you know, I had the dark, choppy haircut, and then the stretched ears, and then after I took off my hijab, wow. yeah, I started to color my hair and just do the most. Do you remember the first color you dyed your hair? It was like, uh, I did like three colors. It was like blue, purple, and green. Girl, you just went yeah, for it. Exactly. Um, it didn't show up as bright as I wanted it to, but then um, uh, it started to fade to all green, which was my favorite. And then literally I every love color. Green on you. Thank you. Yeah, green and red. It looks good on hey. you. Oh, and purple. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was the last one I had. But um, yeah. yeah, literally every color. Yeah. And then like, yeah, I'm kind of tatted up, which... Uh, not many people like to see, but I don't. How is that? Talk about the backlash. Let's do Oof. it. Okay, so, well, with my family, not much. Like, my sister has tattoos. Um, oh, really? Yeah, it wasn't... Before you or... Yeah, she had it okay. before me. Um, and then I was second, and then my younger brother was third. But mm-hmm. um, most of my family, they didn't really care. Um, one of my brothers, I <laughs> hid it from him as long as possible, but he found out this year. And actually, my this year, this year, yeah. How he doesn't, I know he doesn't have internet. I know, no, that guy is just—he's a very old man. He's wow. like he did a good job. Well, I, I, wow, yeah. 
I'm gonna get there one day. <laughs> and then um, when my mom found out, actually, it was after my I had a surgery, and I was like knocked out, and she saw it on my sleeve, like my upper arm, mm-hmm. and uh, she's like, "What's that?" I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. But no, she ended up seeing and she said, don't get any more. I said, okay. I got some more. <laughs> and um, she just doesn't want me to show it to other people. Like, she doesn't want it to be seen. But with her, it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. So around her, oh, out see. of respect, I'll just cover up. Which mm. is funny because I have her uh, face on my forearm. <laughs> and That, I wanted to get to that. <laughs> you got your mom's face tattooed on your forearm. She's my everything. I love her so much. And this, I got like an old portrait of her um, when she was, I think, maybe 17. And yeah, I got that tatted huge on my forehead, uh, forearm. Forehead? <laughs> forehead, no. Do you remember the process? Like, what went into you wanting to do that? Like, I think it's such a beautiful idea, but like, how did it start? You know, like, what's the yeah, story of it? I've always, I never wanted any, um, like, face tattoos of anyone's face. Um, I like the traditional tattoo style. And mm-hmm. a lot of that, you'll see, like, the lady heads. And I'm like, okay, the only time I'll get the lady head tattoo as if it's my mom. So I wanted this picture of her when she was like, everyone says we look alike. Um, but get it in this style that's kind of like the traditional uh, mm-hmm. tattoo style. And I just did it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Thank you. And what did she say when she saw it? She didn't talk to me for a few days. <laughs> wow. Wow. But I know deep down she liked it. <laughs> she got a little bit of satis- satisfaction yeah. from it and then because yeah. like my brother also has um her date of birth tattooed on her oh tattooed you on guys his are arm. so sweet we That's love the thing. her mom's smart she had 10 kids so at least some of them would have gotten a tattoo <laughs> you know it's like, exactly no but what if you guys should get a tattoo oh I, uh, well, well you did i bet all of us would one day like yeah. <laughs> no we love her yeah um, she sounds amazing and then from uh some of my viewers uh i got a lot of backlash and mm. i was disowned by the somali community because i have tattoos which yeah. to me is hilarious because uh older somali people have tattoos and some people seem to forget that um can you say it louder for the people in the back please i said older <laughs> somali folk have tattoos yeah, the same. And on top of that, the funny thing is, the same. <laughs> most of the same ladies that judge your tattoos have a tattoo in between their eyes. Right? They ha- yeah. My aunt has those too, and like my yeah. dad. Like, calm down. It's you guys. so funny. It's like, come on, bro. Like, let's be real here. Yeah. Okay. So that's really interesting. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. But you're also, your Libra rising makes you very pleasant to be around and make friends uh, all the time naturally. Ooh. So what do you, what would you say about that? You are very pleasant to talk to online. Well, thank I can say you. that. Much. Thank you. And you did make me very well. You didn't make me, but you know, very naturally. Yeah. Um. So I'd say one thing I've noticed throughout the years is I can kind of make friends with everyone. Boom. Right. We were rising. Yeah. Because like I never will just stick with one type of person as a friend. My friend. Mm. I don't really have a friend group, but I have like friends all over the place with different interests and stuff like that um mm. so I, I i would say that's correct yeah um would you say that you're the type of person that uh like in high school you weren't just hanging out with just the somali girls exactly you were like, okay that is exactly yeah. right even as yeah. a child like I, it, I was all over the place like i was kind of friends with everyone mm-hmm. yeah 
Okay. So it also says here that Libra Rising, you guys, um, you guys are very appreciative of art and often choose art, fashion, media, or entertainment-related uh, professions. Yeah, again, I don't want to like agree with everything because it sounds like you know I'm just saying yeah. yes. But for real, yes. I actually went to art school. So um, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, I forgot that. Yeah, I ended up dropping I- out, but. Um, yeah, I've always loved, uh, like, I want to be an illustrator. Um, yeah, I like art to express uh, express myself. And when you were younger, did you ever consider going into, like, law or politics or something oh, no. in that field? No, no, no. No, okay. At all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay, so that's your, that's your rising sign. See, things are starting to, like, yeah. make sense, you know? Mm-hmm. I find it really interesting also. And I actually love Libras. I find I actually wanted Me too. I wanted my baby to be a Libra, but she was a bit early. Oh. <laughs> but um yeah, I, I think most of my close friends are Libras and they're like family to me. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. So um first of all I can relate to that too. I love Libras for some reason. There's just something so calming about mm-hmm. them sometimes. Yeah. Um but where's my thing? Okay. But it's also like like we mentioned, it's in your first house. So all this has a lot to do with like your um like all the things I mentioned is very like emotional, strong energy, like creative, art, love, things like that. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna move down to your moon sign, okay? Okay, this one is where I really need to listen because yeah, it's Sagittarius. Okay. And and that's that's yeah, what's I up? don't know what Sagittarius is. <laughs> Really? Are you kidding me? No, okay, so here, okay. I have a love-hate relationship with them. Like, they are my closest friends. However, mm-hmm. I want to punch them in the face sometimes. Because I think it's because they're so, not in your face, but they're so blunt and truthful. And I, sometimes I can't handle it. Oh, I see. So I'm just like, can you just simmer down? Like, don't crush my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> But okay, so I'm I'm looking forward to this. Okay, um, okay, so you know you know what's really interesting. Um, they actually say that I think you heard the podcast with Arij, and I, I mentioned this in that podcast, so you probably already heard me say this. But um, did you like? Did you think about? I mean, did you do you remember me saying how? Uh, what did I say? Let me try to. I'm trying to catch it. I'm stalling. I said how like your moons. Yeah, when you you know when you want to say something but you just can't say it or you don't know how to yeah, say it. Yeah. It's yeah. Do you remember me saying yeah, something? Yeah, like yeah, I remember. Okay, if if whoever if you're listening to this podcast right now and you don't remember what I'm saying, uh, excuse me, ma'am, go back and listen to the other one, <laughs> and proceed. Uh, but. Yeah, so they do say that to check your compa- compatibility with someone, it's not, it's the compatibility isn't between every uh, both both parties' uh, sun signs. What you're supposed to check is one party's sun sign and the oh sorry and the other party's moon sign to see if they're both compatible. So my sun sign is a Capricorn, but I'm actually a Sagittarius Capricorn cusp because I was born in between both day like both. Uh, uh, zodiac signs like the shift mm-hmm. uh, so and then my moon sign is I mean and your moon sign is uh, Sagittarius so it's an earth sign like I mean Sagittarius oh my god girl I can't talk to you <laughs> okay sorry it's been such a long day if you only knew anyways okay 
So your moon sign, like we know, is Sagittarius, but the moon sign like represents your emotional self. Sometimes people like relate to their uh, moon signs more than their sun signs because it's it's exactly that. It's how you feel. Um, but uh, one second. Okay, so the reason why uh, it's important to it's the reason why Pisces are different across the, the like throughout the whole month is because your moon sign, which is your feeling self, shifts or moves every single two to three days. So a Pisces that's born on like February 11th could be quite different than a Pisces that's born on February 14th. Mm. See what I mean? So that's why like both Pisces could be standing next to each other and you're like, well, we're not the same okay. because your feeling self is like also as important as your sun, as your ego. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. Having your moon sign is in your house of love. So it's in your fifth house, like your sun sign, which is so interesting to me. And that also puts emphasis on like your uh, um, ability to have children and to raise them. Mm-hmm. And I th- are do you and your mom have the same birthday or around the same born around the same time? Um, so I'm on the 25th of Feb. She's March 2nd. So that's five days. Oh, so you guys are the same sign? Yeah. Okay, so that's probably probably makes sense too that she has so many children, like which is a beautiful oh, thing. Right. And true. you Yeah, you got it on the first shot. Yeah, that makes so much sense. That is true. So you guys are yeah, so I've been I've been seeing it a lot. Like you guys are very fertile. Like on every everything I researched was just talking about how f- your fertility is like wow. off the charts, which is so funny to me. Wow. But it could also mean that um like have you considered ever collecting houseplants? Like what's your relationship with houseplants? Oh, no, I'm so bad. <laughs> I have a brown thumb. Like, I can't keep plants alive. But I, I love the look of plants. Like, I want my place to be covered with plants, but I yeah. can't keep them alive. I don't know why. Okay, I like. Did have you tried? Yes, I've tried. <laughs> like, what's the problem? Let's I talk don't about this. Know. I'm a, I'm I, a I think I have to like research each plant and how to take care of it. Um, oh my god, I love this conversation. To the point where I'm like, okay, let me get the you know air plants and cactuses, like the easy shit, right? Mm. Somehow, some way, even those died. I don't know. Which oh, is compared to my mom, like. Our house was so green on the inside and the outside, and she would like, yeah, she loved plants and um, she took care of them like crazy. But the thing is, also with me, is I'm lazy, so that could okay, be- <laughs> okay, yeah. And I have a hard time just taking care of myself, and well, also I'm depressed. Like I have depression, so <laughs> mm, I tend to yeah. disregard things sometimes. Well. Oh, I see. Okay, I was gonna say, well, wouldn't wouldn't that help with depression? Yeah, no. It's like if I really put all of my effort into it, I know I can do it. But most of my like mindset is like, uh, I don't want to do anything. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Do you feel comfortable talking about depression a little bit? Do you talk about it on your channel? Like, I love to talk about it because I feel it's not talked about enough. Um, Mm. especially in certain communities like we love to disregard it um which is very dangerous actually so yeah you can ask me anything yeah okay let's talk about your story like when did you when were you like how was how was all of this for you this experience well 
Um, since I was pretty young, I've had um, panic attacks. So I have depression and anxiety. Um, but since I was very young, I think my first panic attack, I was like eight. Um, and I, yeah, I have no idea what that was all about. And then... Yeah, what is a panic attack? I don't really know what that oof, is. So that's a lot. Um, okay. So it's, if you don't want... If it's a trigger... No, no. You don't have not to talk about it. Um, okay. It's different for everyone, but a lot of... Um, like when something triggers you, you uh, will get like shortness of breath. Um, for me, I feel like I'm about to die. Literally. Like oh, it's, wow. it's... It's like... Well, what I assume would be feeling like you're having a heart attack, but... Um, yeah, my brain just shuts down. Uh, but as a kid, I would, like, be panting and crying for no reason. Oh, um, wow. And, yeah, that started out pretty early. And then a few years later, I would say 12, 13 is when I started to feel depressed. But, again, for no reason. Um, a lot of people think that there has to be a reason, which in some forms of depression there is. It's, um like, situational depression is when something causes it and that can be just temporary but some people are literally born (laughs) with depression um oh really i did not know that yeah so basically um if you want to get down to the scientific um (sighs) so in your brain there's like brain cells and uh one brain cell will send serotonin which is the happiness chemical um to the other brain cell and that's like communicating happiness with people with depression, the uh, serotonin will, like, leave the first brain cell and just kind of float and not get to the next. Are you serious? Yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So this is actually, a, uh, like, uh, biological. Like, yes. this is an actual... Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, me either. Um, and so the, I'm on medications, and the medication I'm on is called an SSRI. Um, so it takes this uh, serotonin. And, like, kind of forces it to uh, the next cell instead of being reabsorbed. Wow, this is so interesting. Yeah. I did not know about this until um, 2016 when I finally seeked help. And the reason why I seeked help was um, not because I was very depressed. Like, I just dealt with my depression like, you know, it's going to be the rest of my life. But I actually was seeing my doctor about um, a period problem but my doctor wasn't there so there was someone taking over for him and it was a wonderful lady who was actually listening to me and I thought this is my chance like this woman will listen to me because other doctors never do Mm -hmm. so I told her um, about my depression and anxiety and she sent me uh, to get like a referral and yeah I started uh taking medication and you can also do therapy but the shitty thing about Canada is that's not covered oh really yeah so um and I don't have like some extra insurance okay so that probably would help me with some of my issues I still have but for the most part like I was at the point of I wouldn't say suicide but I full-on wanted to die um I was even hit by a pickup truck once and I once I woke up from that, I was mad that I didn't die. Like, it was that. Oh, wow. Bad. Yeah. So, um, mm. uh, I still lack motivation, things like that, but I would take that over what I was like a few years ago. 
Oh, without yeah, I see what you yeah. mean. Yeah. And what do you mean when you say the lady was listening to you and not doctors don't listen to oh, you? Oh gosh, about anything. Like every doctor I go to, they don't take me seriously. Um, don't get me started. I know it's not like a conspiracy. I swear, doctors don't listen to black women. Period. They okay. don't listen uh, to our pain. They don't take us seriously. So I was going for my um, period, which I was getting two periods a month. Tell me how that's normal. It's not. Um, what? Yeah. What? And I'm talking like seven days long, like seven to nine days. So your whole month is gone. Yes. You're wearing, you're struggling. Yo, help. <laughs> help. And these doctors okay. don't listen to me. They're like, you're fine. It's just going to get back to normal. No, I'm not fine. Right? And Excuse I had me. like crippling cramps, you know. No. Um, so that's why I'm like, is it fibroids? Is it endometriosis? Like, can you at least send me to someone? But they would just be like, it'll pass. It'll pass. Like, that's pretty much the story of my life. Like, I had knee problems since I was a little kid. Finally, I got surgery for that. But when I was, like, 20-something. So, yeah, I just have a history of, like, doctors not listening to me. So once I- Did you ever get to the bottom of that, though? Like, if you had something wrong? No. It just, um, they just gave me birth control. And uh, that kind of helped me uh, regulate my period. But... By the time I got off birth control, um, I got pregnant. Um, so I never looked into it, actually. Okay, I see what you mean. But thankfully, I don't think it's anything bad because otherwise, I think we would have known during pregnancy. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah it's- and so how is, how is like um, dealing with like mental health and having being a new mom? Oof. How is that working out for you? Because I know for me, my biggest concern was like, oh, I'm, I'm afraid if I get into that whole like, what is it called? Postpartum um, depression. Postpartum depression. Yeah. And I felt like I would be susceptible to mm-hmm. it. But I was like hoping not that's not the case. Da, da, da. So how do you deal with it? So I actually thought I would get postpartum depression too. Um, luckily, my uh, medication is safe to take during pregnancy. So I was able to take that during the whole thing, and um, still now I, I take it. Uh, but it's actually, I feel like having a baby to me helped my depression. If anything, like really? yeah, she kind of my little baby. I love her. She forces <laughs> me to get up every day and to take care of her, and like I have a greater purpose now. Um, yeah, so, and. Uh, when you see that little face smiling at you in the morning, like, there's no way I can just be, you know, sad. I will have hard days, but it's nothing like um, beforehand, before me taking medication. I, I don't know how I would do it if I wasn't on medication, to be honest. Oh. Yeah, but I know that that's not the route that everyone should take. Like, meds don't work for everybody, and um, there's not enough research on it either. To the point where, like, doctors will just recommend one without, like, there's no specific medication for, like, different issues. Oh, kind of I thing. see. It's kind of okay. a trial and error. They'll say, try this one. If it doesn't work, try this one. I got lucky with my first one, though. But, um. Yeah. And have you taken, like, time off of it to see if it makes a difference? Ooh. Like, what is the difference that you I feel? I'm so scared to, to get off it. Because I've never had a panic attack since I went on it. And I've never felt so like when I'm depressed, my depression is like one or two weeks of a very low, low, and then a week or two of a normal level. Um, Okay. So it's, uh, I don't know, like with people with 
bipolar disorder, it's low lows and then high highs. Mm. Um, for me, it's just the low and then the like the middle, the normal. Um, so I've never had that low since being on medication. So I see. And that's when you're like, this is the end. I like <laughs> am done with everything. There's no point of living, you know, etc. Um, which is funny because once you're out of that low, you'll look back and be like, what the hell was I, what, like, what was I worrying about? But when you're in it, you don't even know you're in it. It's, it's just crazy. But um, yeah, no, I'm really scared to, to get off. It. Yeah. There was a and point you- when I was on yeah. birth control that they upped my birth control because it wasn't strong enough. And that affected my, um, I think it affected my antidepressants. And that was the closest thing to being depressed again. Like, oh, wow. Yeah, something okay. did not. I hate birth control and I tell everyone not to get on it. It's bullshit. <laughs> Just, oh, talk to me about I that. Forget, baby I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> it messes with you. It's, and I hate that doctors throw it at everyone, like children that have yeah. acne. Well, go on birth control. Uh, like, they don't want to get to the root. Yeah. God. Yeah. I, but I was going to say, like, I, uh, birth control messes with you. Yeah, but PMS messes with that you, too. Which, which demon is, like, which demon do you want to pick, you know? I know, but I just feel like there is a way to get to the bottom of it if doctors would freaking listen to you instead of okay. just tossing a Band-Aid over the issue. Oh, yeah, especially since you got it for, like, your double period. Yeah, I'm like, hello, can you... <laughs> double shot of period, please. <laughs> can I get a venti? <laughs> yeah. Soy milk. Soy milk. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so... Um, okay, so you said that your daughter, like, actually is helping with... Mm-hmm. Like, she is helping you. Oh, yeah. Because I have... With your mental health. Yeah, I have to um, get up and do things for her. And... Um, yeah. It, Would you say so? I have a theory. Yeah. Since um being like clearly being a mom and having children is such a huge thing in your chart. Not only is it in your like sun sign, your rising sign, your like I, f- I forgot how many times what which ones they were in, but it was there. Would you say that um your life purpose is to be a mom, and the reason why you did not for some reason you did not get um postpartum depression or whatever, um or she is not like making you sadder is because you're fulfilling your life purpose? Yes. So I've always wanted to be a mom. Um, Are you kidding me? I swear me? to God, I've always wanted to be a mom, even though I thought it would be impossible. I can't relate. No, like, here's the thing. Like That's why I know this is your chart, because, like, that wouldn't work on my chart. Really? <laughs> Continue. So, like, I, even though I always wanted to be a mom, I thought it was impossible because I was, like, I did not want to get married I like oh you didn't want to get no. married let's talk about that too yeah. oh, so I open up a new tab I I thought no this sounds very um like I think highly of myself but I thought no one was good enough <laughs> to get married that's to. amazing no that's a different way of thinking I thought you were gonna say I thought no one was gonna love me no and I'm like same you know like I had so many <laughs> boxes to tick like of what wow girl. oh yeah and you really bought that business, huh? Yeah, so I'm just like, whatever, I'll be alone. It's all good. You know, if I'll, I'll adopt. I'll do something to be a mom, but, you know, it won't have to be my baby, da-da-da. But obviously, once I found Richard, I was like, damn, this is my dream, man. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, definitely always want to be a mom. 
Yeah. So that makes sense. And how did you and Richard meet? Let's talk about that for a second Ooh. for the people who are getting to know you, you know? Yeah. I love the story. <laughs> so, um, 2000, uh, end of 2016, I decided to move to Germany in January 2017. I did. And um, so I, in March, no, May 26, wow, 2017 of May, I stumbled upon his. IG. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. And at that point, I was making a lot of friends in Germany, and um, most of them I found through Instagram. So I didn't think anything of it. I just, you know, I'm like, oh, another straight edge vegan guy. Um, so I sent his DMs. I'm like, hey, XVX gang. Um, What's XVX um, gang? <laughs> straight edge vegan. <laughs> so basically, it's a subculture of like the punk scene where um, oh. you don't smoke, drink, or do drugs. And you're vegan, so. Oh, really? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's so interesting. How did you find that? Yeah, um, just through music. Um, Yo, your chart is you. I'm, I'm so serious. This is so This is so you. Hey. Like, the art, <laughs> the subcultures. Like, what? Yeah, so. That's so dope. So, so did you guys put it in your bios or something? Yeah, so mine's always there. Oh, that's so dope. And his bio was. It's still there? His, yeah, mine says uh, vegan straight edge mom, I think. Okay. Um, Let me Google that. Let me search this. And his was so lit. His bio is what got me. <laughs> I was like, man, he, he had everything on there. It was like feminist, anti-racist, refugees welcome, like all of it. I'm like, damn boy. And then to top it all off, he had <laughs> cancer. Um, he was a cancer, and I'm like, Pisces and cancers are like the ones. So okay. Um, we started talking very just you know on a friend level but quickly after I became romantic and then a month later he uh took a train to see me and yeah ever since then we've been together wow that's amazing I love this first of all the whole subculture thing that's amazing Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) but that's wow yeah and um it's kind of funny because the reason why I saw his page, or that he saw mine first, actually, was because I was at a concert of both of our favorite bands, and I actually was on the other side of Germany, close to where he lives, and he didn't go to the concert, but I did, and yeah, that's how he saw my page. But um, we he's a drummer as well, which I love drummers. Wait, how did he... Oh, he is? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, he's a drummer, and... Um, He's also Russian, which I used to have a thing for. (laughs) (laughs) So it was really, like, almost unbelievable. I'm like, when is this guy's, like, flaw going to come through? I was waiting for it. I'm like, Mm. are you lying to me, boy? But no, he's just my man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. um, So you guys met in Germany. Yeah. How did you get there? Listen, we're both in Canada right now. Let's talk about how you got to Germany. What the heck? I know, random. So, like, for five or six years prior, I wanted to live abroad for a year or two. Um, But most of the times I was thinking London. I'm like, okay, I can speak English. (laughs) It'll be easy to get around. But um, in the last couple years, I started finding a lot of people in Germany that were vegan and straight edge and all that. And I'm like, oh, that could be interesting. So... Literally a month after I started taking medication, I, I was on top of the world. I'm like, I can do anything at this point. Um, and I was a year, 
off of work. Like I got laid off and I couldn't find a job. So my apartment lease was ending and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be attached to anything. So let me sell my stuff and let me just try it out. And I thought maybe six months, I'll last six months um, and come back to Canada and it's just going to be like a trip. But I ended up living there for two and a half years. Wow. Literally my whole life changed basically in Germany. So how was that taking that like step into like sort of the unknown? Because Germany, it's so like, it's like so specific, but so random at the same time. I know, but Berlin, if anyone can go to Berlin, do so because it's, it's so special to me um yeah so Berlin I feel like it was easy I did some research and like some people say you can get a job there in English which I did um so it was kind of like not too foreign but still a little foreign um but yeah and it's it's kind of the center of Europe so I got to travel within Europe as well that's so nice countries (laughs) Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of people out there, I'm sure, especially like some girls listening that like want to be able to have the courage to take that step, that leap of like, I'm selling everything I own. And I'm like, you know, what I mean, like, it doesn't sound like it doesn't, it doesn't even sound like something someone with our DNA can do mm. for some reason. Yeah, it's so like, how is that? I you're like, advised against it your whole life, yeah. like in some, you know, subtle ways. Oof, yeah, I've always like, going through my old Tumblr. It's all these posts about, like, wanderlust. Everyone always posts about wanderlust, like, um, just dreaming of a place you've never been and stepping outside of your comfort zone. And really, your life begins at the end of your comfort zone. Once you leave your comfort zone, you know, that's, when, that's when you live your life. So that's what I wanted to do. And especially, I wanted to be more depend- independent because in Canada, I was so dependent on my family. And I feel like that made my depression worse, actually. Like, I would stay in my apartment at all times and have my brothers bring my groceries and all that because I was so depressed. But um, I just thought, let me live on my own, be forced to be less shy. I was so shy. <laughs> like, wow. I never posted any photos of myself. Like, I, I, I never talked to anyone. But... um. I just thought, okay, let me just do it. Everyone told me I'm crazy. Don't do it. Um, my mom was even like, if you go, I'm not going to talk to you again. I was like, damn, that's oh, deep. Wow. Yeah. But um, we found a compromise where she found like a friend of a friend of a friend who lives in Berlin. And she said, like, stay with him until you get on your feet. Because I was going to stay in a hostel. <laughs> and she said, no. Oh, okay. So I stayed with an old man. He was like. 70 something years old uh ethiopian Uh man but um that was the compromise and yeah it all worked out but and you found a job you found a job like while you were living with him yeah so within a month i i got a job from facebook like a facebook post um english customer service and i've been working there ever since and yeah i kind of got really lucky but even now after all is said and done my mom believes that um it was written for me to co- go to germany and mm. like me and richard well went. yeah you went to germany and you found richard Th- that's what i'm like, saying um so what it's like so wait there was a possibility that germany wouldn't have exactly, happened so then what exactly. what would my life have been and like some people believe in you know the i don't know if you know the chinese um 
what is it? The the red string of love, I think it's called. No, I don't know. Um, yeah, so me and Richard both wear a red bracelet now. But um, basically, it's a story that your whole life, your soulmate is attached to you, no matter where you are in the world. And some people don't get to, like, meet the person ever. But we believe that since day one, me and Richard were matched together. And Yeah, I believe it too. Yeah, so, I believe it too. And for my mom, that's, like, very religious. She said, like, you know, Allah wrote this down for me. I was supposed yeah. to go there. Um, so if I hadn't gone, if I had listened to everyone and said, you know, don't go or you're going to fail, that was a big thing. Like, what if I can't find a job? You know, what if everything just, I wasted all my money to go there? Yeah. All that. Like, weren't you, and it's not that I agree with them. It's like, I'm, I'm guess I'm assuming that you were worrying about I that was. too. How did you deal but with you that? What I said was, at least then I'll know that it wasn't working. It's not going to work for me. But so, I would rather do that than to stay in Canada and for years and years think, oh, what if I lived abroad like I wanted to a few years back? Like this what if. I hate what if. I never <laughs> want to feel this what if feeling. Like I just want to do it. Then I'll know about it, uh, whether I feel or not. And then, yeah, I can live on, like move on with my life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's amazing. But, um, so, like, you said that them saying that, oh, you're going to fail, you're going to fail, was hard to come to terms with. But my question is, out of curiosity, did you book a two-way ticket or a one-way one ticket? One-way. Girl, how, <laughs> oh, my God, you're so brave. I booked a one-way ticket. But luckily, with this visa, like, you have to prove that you have enough money in your bank for a flight back, which I think, oh. I forgot what they were asking for. It wasn't much. But um, I even... Uh, finesse that too because it wasn't even my money oh you transfer you transfer yeah, back exactly oh you're crazy you're you're something, Yo, you're even something and you needed to prove you have travel insurance which i like proved it but then i canceled it right when i got my visa oh you're smart Thanks. but you know what's funny girl you were doing all this finessing to get to richard exactly. okay and now you have a baby exactly it's worth it sometimes breaking the law <laughs> Hey, don't take it that far. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But yeah, like I'm I'm so happy you did it, especially since you mentioned before on this podcast, and I think you've told me that you thought you were gonna be single for the rest Mm -hmm. of your life. Didn't you say that seconds ago? Yeah. So how did you like even accept like since since you came to terms with wanting to be single for the rest of your life, how did you even accept Richard as an option? Or like see him as an option? Because everything about him was everything that I wanted, like, checked off in a man. Yeah, and you were picky. You oh, said you I was were hella picky. picky. And even my friend mm-hmm. that met me met him at the same time as um, I did, she was like, alrighty, so invite me to the wedding. Like, that's what she said to me. Oh, wow. I'm so happy for <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, so um, I, that's why I was waiting for his flaws to come out. Like, I was waiting for, mm. you know, everything to crumble, but it never did. And... Um, yeah yeah we got which is a a way to protect yourself yeah but um yeah then we got married actually pretty quickly after (laughs) Um, yeah so beautiful i love the pictures they're so simple and like nice and like what what's important is in the picture yeah and yeah our wedding was in denmark we eloped and we only brought one of our friends with us and that was it (laughs) oh Uh, how was it for his side? Like, did you have to introduce, like, okay, so this is my culture, bro. Oh, yeah. uh, this is the religion, bro. So that's and the this thing. Is what you're that was all 
part of like what I needed in a guy is his family and his background also came with it. And his family's from Kazakhstan. They've been exposed to, that's a Muslim majority country and they've been exposed to Islam. Um, they have no, like they were immigrants to Germany as well. So they're kind of like in the same boat as my family. Um, they're working class people. Like all of it was like, I was so scared if he had like a very European family or like a Western oh, family. See. That's like, uh, yeah. So his family's immigrants. So it's sort of like your situation exactly. here. Exactly. So it wasn't like on some like high class, no. uh, second, seventh generation. No. Uh, okay, I see. That's dope. Exactly. Though that's dope. That makes you, so so. That is that something that you guys relate on? Yeah, big time. Like, what do you since you guys come from two separate parts of the world, two different? Like, what do you guys relate? Oh, How do you relate? For sure. I mean, even when it comes to our childhood, like him struggling with his um, school because his parents didn't grow up in that country and they don't mm-hmm. speak the language and. So he struggled with school the same way I did because, you know, my mom, oh, and having a single mom, that's one thing. Um, My mom, obviously, she couldn't help me with uh, school either. Um, So that was, like, the one big thing. And I'm like, okay, man, Mm -hmm. his mom works as a cook and a cleaner. My mom was a cleaner. Like, we're not people that went had parents that went to university and, you know, they've been making bank or anything like that. So... Mm-hmm. and uh yeah richard has always been very political that's another thing we're very left wing <laughs> and so um just knowing that he speaks up for you know minorities and all that was a, a huge deal as well that's amazing yeah. and that's what matters honestly that above like ethnicity or, or yeah. you know what i mean religion well religion that depends on the person mm-hmm. but that's exactly what matters yeah. Yeah, um, I'm so happy you met him. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, uh, religion was also one big thing, but um, he surprised me. <laughs> uh, when yeah. I first met him, he was like, he was he would stand up for um, Muslim people in Germany, but he would. Yeah, he had like a okay. big old bumper sticker. <gasps> Are you oh, serious? Yeah. <laughs> what? Um, but uh, he said he would never convert or be part of organized religion and i'm like well dang <laughs> i wish i had known that beforehand but um but would that have honestly would you think that would have made a it was look at how much things are right i know it was very hard for me but uh he decided to buy the quran uh, in german mm-hmm. and i'm like how am i gonna tell this guy to convert when i don't even know about my religion like yeah i wore hijab but that's basically it um, so I bought one, too, in English. And so we both started reading it at the same time, learning about it. And I was, like, watching videos of, like, converts and, like, because I can, I, I, I relate more to converts than people that were, you know, born Muslim. Oh, Because okay. they don't really know anything, to be honest. Like, unless oh, they I see. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. And then he came to me one day and said, hey, uh... I did my shahada. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> he said. Yeah, Richard was dropped from the skies for right? you. And yeah, so he. What? He said he felt um, it made sense to him. And from his research and reading the Quran, it, it just made sense. So I was like, dang, <laughs> that's huge. 
Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And um, wow. then he wrote a letter to my brother asking for my hand in marriage. And Aww. yeah, since my dad's not in the picture. Um, oh, yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. kind of crazy. It, what is, is he an Aries? No, he's a Cancer. I've, oh my god, I have no idea what oh, cancers so are. So they're also he just re- like emotional, water signed, empath. Oh. He's a huge empath. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, in the background. <laughs> That's so yeah. nice. Yeah. Okay, so you're. Okay, wow, that was a lot of. I, lo- I love that story. I know, I'm sorry. I like dragged on it. I, when no, people I open that kind of forums, I'm like, okay, you're getting the whole ass story. <laughs> It's such a nice story. It feels good. It's like, oh, like there's good things that happen in this world, true, bro. True, true. Come on now. Um, okay, so we didn't even discuss your your moon sign at all. Sagittarius. Yeah. So, um, okay, so it says here that you... Okay, so the fact that your moon is in Sagittarius mm-hmm. uh, makes you comfortable in the rhythm of change. Mm-hmm. Would you say you're comfortable with in the rhythm of change? I mean, Do you just I even flow with yeah, it? Yeah, that's like we're back in Canada for five months, and I'm already like, let's move. I don't like staying in one place when it comes to life, or when it comes to. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. No, I I get anxious. I'm like I'm oh oh my god, I get over things real quick. Oh my god. So does traveling not make you anxious? No, I want to. Like I want to move around as much as possible. Yeah, we're we're different. Yeah. In that sense. Definitely. The thought of leaving my house for more than like a day or even more than like eight hours stresses no me out. No way. I, I, f- I get very like grounded and also I'm a Capricorn. I think maybe that has something to do with mm-hmm. it. But I get like I I, I um settle roots really fast. Wow. And I don't wanna leave. I don't wanna leave. I don't wanna leave. I don't wanna leave. Like and then I leave and I'm like, oh, Oh, I'm still alive. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I wonder how you would have been um, traveling through through Europe like I was. It was I was doing the most. I would probably I probably would have enjoyed it. It would have been one of those things where it's like I would have enjoyed it, but I, I would it would have sucked. Oh you know? yeah, like, like during like while yeah later I would have been like oh my god it was yeah. so nice I learned so many things yeah, but during true. I would have been like I want to go home I want to go home okay. So it says here that you're well. It, another thing that's like so apparent in your chart is that the whole friend thing—it's like a reoccurring theme for you. Um, and it says right here that you're at your best with a varied social calendar. There you go. Yeah. Are you sure this is accurate? Are you not just no? Agreeing? That's what I said. <laughs> I don't want to agree with everything because it sounds like I'm being fake. Oh, yeah, but I swear to God, like, <laughs> you, if you look at all my friends and put them together, you'd be like, this does not make sense. Yeah, it says here. This is, and I quote: "You adapt to, in, you adapt to, and enjoy being around people of different cultures and outlooks." Exactly, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've always been like that, I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a doctor. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> what did I say like that? <laughs> no, but like, um, I never wanted to be just with the Somali group, um, which I grew up with them, but then. Um, I still kept them as friends, like one of my longest friends I've known since grade two. Um, but then I also had like the skater kids and then um, just like every little bit and pieces, um, even, you know, the nerdier types. I was down for Aww. it all. Yeah. yeah. That's dope. I feel, yeah, that's dope. But, um, and like, so you, you don't, 
I'm trying to understand it. Like, so you don't, because usually naturally we just, everybody just sort of gravitates to the people they look mm-hmm. like. And that's why like kids always gravitate towards, like you'll see a bunch of Arab children who don't even know what being Arab is or being Somali is. And they're like chilling together and it's like their own little squad. So like, well, obviously not when you're like a little, little kid, but I'm talking about maybe like the fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade. But I'm wondering like, so did you just not see that? You didn't see I the Somali girls that. as home? I would, yeah, no, I still saw them as home, and that was, like, my main kind of group, but then I also, I didn't want that to be my only, like, identity, like, it's my, my culture, so. No, yeah, I I agree, too, because I know for me, when I was in, like, the older, like, you're, you are the only, you're not even Somali, you're, like, half Somali, Somali. and you're the only Somali person I talked to. (laughs) That's the thing, like, and, and it's like the older I get, the more it, it shows in my life. But like at some point, for the past maybe like six, seven years, I have not been hanging out with Somalis. Really? I just don't, and I, I think it's maybe because I just don't like the 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 way I was brought up, and I sort of see like the things I want to change about myself in mm-hmm. them. Like it's not a them problem, like it's a me yeah. problem. But I don't know. I just yeah, I was I and yeah. Anyways, whatever. yeah, I think also okay. like um just lifestyle it's like we're in we live different Mm, lives and um, that's that's true a lot of them are kind of living their life for their parents or (laughs) someone else and i'm like can't relate um no yeah it's like a different world sometimes when i hear those problems i'm like wait right like i can see into the future (laughs) like a flash of that's a raven moment no for real i can't so i like to be around people that are just living their life for themselves and living mm-hmm. like an authentic life and mm-hmm. so pretty much my only Somali friends at this point are you and Ayan which they're you know from Kenny and Ayan which yeah you know she's living her life check them out Kenny and Ayan hey. gang gang um so <laughs> yeah other than that yeah she looks she looks like she doesn't hang out with she looks very exactly different. like she's not very different but she doesn't she looks like she's like us you yeah know? like she doesn't hang out just with just, them <laughs> i don't even know how to say <laughs> without being sounds, rude i'm like harsh. i know this, i don't mean it in a bad way i just i'm just saying but at like, the end of the yeah. day like i still rep somali even though yeah okay people like to call me not somali i had a comment I that said i'm, somali, I'm but... i'm like bro where but at the end of the day I'm Somali and I'm going to rep it and I love my people and I just believe we can do better. That's all. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's a positive outlook. Exactly. On that. I love that. Um, so it says here that you're very intuitive and you freely share your insights. Although some may think it's a little too freely for comfort. What do you think about that? Um, Being very intuitive. Yes. Yeah, I'm, sure I'm you- intuitive for sure. I really thought that was like the Pisces thing. Um. Mm-hmm. What was the second part? It was that you uh, freely share your insights, although some might say a little too freely for comfort. Yes. Well, if it's what I think you mean, but um, I'm outspoken and I will let you know. <laughs> um, okay. Even if it's something that someone will disagree with, I'm going to run my mouth. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't like that, even though, before. Wh- at all oh, like okay. I was very timid and if I disagreed with someone I would just like shut my mouth but now yeah. I'm like I, I just feel like I have very strong opinions 
um, mm-hmm. and especially politically. So um, I like to talk about it, and I'm gonna let you know. Mm. Yeah, you mentioned like you were very timid, and it just cl- clicked something in me that like w- w- when we're raised as the, especially like girls with our background, we're raised to sort of be mm-hmm. timid. And to and, and and if you think about it, that's kind of sick. It's like a twisted like yes. girls need to be quiet, girls need to be shy, yeah. girls need to, and that's how like they show it on TV and Bollywood. Like you need oh, to be shy, you need yeah. to be quiet, you need to look down. That's kind of toxic. Yeah. That's like and very luckily, toxic. I mean, my sister. Thank God for my sister. My older sister is like seven years older than me, six or seven, and um, she was not having that either. She said she grew up with you know. Obviously, I only have one sister. The rest are boys, so there's eight boys. Oh, yeah. really? <laughs> so she grew up yeah. with all these older brothers getting to live their life, and then her was like, you need to stay indoors. You need to, you know, zip it down. You need to do the chores. And she said, nah, <laughs> I'm not having it. Wow. So thankfully, she paved a way for me to um, also be like, no, but I ended up um, no. being very uh, scared. Actually, I lived in a very like fearful place, um, so I was very obedient. It makes me sound like a dog. I was very obedient, <laughs> and I did not cross any lines. But um, I really looked up to my sister for for just doing doing her basically. Yeah. So did that sort of. Because it literally sounds like your mom, you, your mom, your sister raised a football team, mm-hmm. like men. But do you did that when your when your sister spoke up? Did that like just throw all the responsibility onto your mom, or did that force your mom to make the boys do no, it? No, she she took on everything, Miskina. Oh Aww, yeah, yeah. And um, they also and that's not you guys' fault. No, though, like she's also yeah, very but, like. Oh, my mom's just the most miskin lady um but also my brothers were kind of the father figures so they took it upon themselves to kind of um discipline my sister um and seeing that I was like yikes I don't want to disobey so instead of um like following in her footsteps I was like I'll do the opposite of her and just be a little goody two-shoes and yeah and yeah so I I really yeah, got my voice when I moved out basically so I moved out and lived with my mom when I was 19 just me my mom and my two younger brothers and that's when I was like okay I can finally breathe because I didn't have all these older brothers like yeah over my shoulder and you know what that makes me think like it sounds like a really interesting dynamic like having well you said that your dad was not there and your older brothers had to like well took it upon themselves to you know like discipline and whatever your sister but that sort of sounds like a lord of the flies type of i don't know what that is you don't know what lord you know lord of the flies okay it's like a it's like a a book it's very like uh not very old i was gonna say ancient but it's like a classic novel Mm -hmm. and they made a movie of it like early 80s i think or mid 80s mm-hmm. and it's basically about um the story of little boys who wake up on an island uh and then they sort of have to like survive and it or did you read animal farm have you read no. animal farm do you know what animal? okay so anyways back to lord of the flies it basically is children trying to like sort of be men but they make so many mistakes down the line. They like uh, prosecute people. They send the wrong people to hunt. They um, pick the wrong leader. They like it's just a it's a 
bad situation and a lot of people get hurt. So I'm, I'm asking, is that, was that like the dynamic at home when the boys felt like they need to step in? Or was it like more of like, nah, they were mad older than us. They no. knew what they were doing. They did not know what they were doing. Um, I feel like... You should watch Lord of the yeah, Flies and maybe that would like, you'd relate to <laughs> For it. For sure. Because now that we're adults, we're now settled down and everyone's like, cool. But back then, no. It was, we lived in a chaotic household, like big time. Yeah. So, no, I mean, because some of the brothers were younger than my sister and some are older, but not even that much older. So it's like, how are you going to tell someone your own age? You know, like, how are you, how are you going to be disciplining someone that's the same age as you? Like, it makes no sense. No, exactly. And, um, yeah. They thought they were, you know, wiser and all that. But, you know, we, we definitely, no. now, now that we're older, we're all best friends. Uh, Okay, exactly. Definitely took some time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I can relate to that a little bit where um, my older brother would try to control us sometimes, but I'm I'm trying to, like, put myself in sort of, like, it didn't work because it was one versus, like, three girls, you know? So it never, ever, it never worked because we would just sort of be like, what? And you only have the (laughs) one brother? But, uh, well, I have my younger brother, too. So one older brother. (laughs) Exactly. But there were some girls in the neighborhood that I noticed or in my life in general who had multiple older brothers and it worked mm-hmm. there. And I, and I would think sometimes, damn, if there was like more of if I had more older brothers, would, would how would my life be right now? You know, because now we could just look at him while we're putting lip gloss on and be like, what? No, bro. You know, even like. So I wonder that dynamic at home, like more old, like the, the boys outweigh the, the girls. So there's that imbalance, time, you know, huge imbalance. And like to the point where. I was like 20 something, like early 20s. Um, and I would still be told, hey, you have to be home before the sun sets. Like before. Impossible. And I'm like, never heard, never oh, seen. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? What? Like, I was like 21, 22, and I'm like, bro. By who? My oldest brother. And it's like, the, the sun oh, is setting at five right now. What do you mean? Yeah. And, and the thing is, they know the person I am. I'm not doing anything bad. <laughs> but it was still like, that's the rules you live uh, under this roof power yeah. yeah yeah no so i don't know how your life would have yeah. been but uh count your blessings sis. No. yeah no i am definitely i am yeah. um but yeah that's so interesting and it's oh my god it's just giving me flashbacks like once once we were it was eid and i got like this new lip gloss and i put it on and then um my older brother saw it and came around to the back of the car wiped it off oh my, my lips god. But it was, like, the first time he tried something yeah. like that. And I was kind of confused. I sort of, like, tilted my head a little bit. And I was like, I just took my lip gloss back out. And I put it on. And it's like, imagine if it was, like, two older brothers that were like, hey, what are you oh, doing? Yeah. You know? Like, don't no, do it. Like, like it would have... A lot of things... I, like, that lip gloss probably triggered someone at Cosmic Adventures or whatever playground I was at to come talk to me. And maybe that person is still my friend till this day. You know? That would have never happened had that... You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but I just, you mentioned the Cosmic Adventures and we went there every eve <laughs> as well. That's the best place to go. Oh like, I'm actually so grateful you're not a Midway child. No, we did Cosmic Adventures. Yeah, shout out Cosmic Adventures. Okay. Ding, That's ding. too funny. <laughs> no, but like, I didn't even get to wear any piece of makeup at all. Um, I think my first time I wore even like eyeliner was in my adulthood, like 20 something. Um, clothes, like everything. I couldn't wear skinny jeans. All of it. Like, it was bad. I dare. I dare the son that I carried to tell the daughter that I carried what to do. Yo. I think with our generation, that's not happening. Another thing is, like, 
with the same oldest brother. I was living in my own apartment, going to my youngest brother's graduation. And the first thing he said when he saw the photos was, why is this skirt so short? Which it was not. It was just above my knee. Like, calm down. And I had tights under. So okay. I'm, what, 23 at that point? Bruh. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not happening. Yeah, that's no good. more. Like, my younger brothers, oh, thank God. I'm like, the new generation is not the same. And I'm so yeah. happy for that because that cycle could not be repeated. Like, no way. No way. We have to take it upon ourselves to not allow that to be a exactly. thing at all. Yeah, it's very toxic, very mm. dangerous. Um, and it also like instills insecurities in you within the family when it's supposed to be the safe yes. space, you know? Yeah, you lose that sense of like safety of like I can express myself at mm. home, um, and not like you're not wor- you you're only worrying about what you're wearing outside of the house. You know, like yeah. I don't know. I just felt like sometimes at home I could dress differently. I could dress like Hannah Montana. I had a Hannah Montana wig when I was like twelve <laughs> or eleven, like a real wig. <laughs> but I would funny. never wear it outside. Yeah. You know, like that was my safe space. Yeah. Um, so for uh, Sagittarius Moon, um, it says that your personality traits is that you're very you're titled so optimistically towards the horizon what does that even mean you're tilted oh sorry you're tilted so optimistically toward towards the far horizon you might even walk on your toes do you walk on your toes and that's my problem with the pisces thing as well like i feel like i'm so again see it's tough because what is my depression and what is really me um i'm very pessimistic and like very negative actually you don't i would not take i would not classify you as pessimistic maybe the the mask you show people (laughs) but you're so optimistic you always that's true like like it's 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 a mix i feel like growing up i was very pessimistic i feel like everything changed in me after living in germany and so now i might be more optimistic about things but before it was like Maybe not so much pessimistic, but very realistic. But I don't make, you know, I'm not dreamy anymore. As a kid, I was, where I would just want to live in this, like, fantasy world. But now I'm just very, I don't know, realistic about things. Mm. Okay, so that's actually really interesting. I think it's so, because, like, you're right. You can go from being optimistic to being uh, pessimistic. But... And like for myself, I used to call myself a negative person, and now I will, I say that I'm not a negative person, but I don't remember when that shift happened. Yeah. And for you, it's you're saying it's Germany, so I'm wondering, like, what was it in Germany? Did you feel like that sense of freedom, or was it because you're closer to like your other half? Do you even believe in that? It like, was, um, was it? definitely the sense of freedom and just uh, getting to know myself, like I, the freedom to just learn about myself, um, just be me. Because like I said here, even though I wasn't, I was living alone in my own apartment. I was in the same environment as um, my family and also just (laughs) the Somali people that love to talk and love to gossip. Um, So I felt like I couldn't be seen uh, outside or else like it will get around and stuff like that. Oh, I see. Yeah. So once I was in Germany, I was like, no one knows me here. No one knows me. Oh, that must have been a good best. And so I got to just be me and... um, I'm like, okay, so my life doesn't have to be shit. Like, I can choose um, my future. Uh, 
Like, yeah. I'm not doomed. I don't have to follow the same footsteps as everyone else or what people tell me I should be doing. So, mm-hmm. And that sense of freedom is something that like is taken from mm-hmm. us. Big um, time. I wonder why. Why is it? Why is it that not none of us have that like freedom to choose or we're not we're not encouraged to have that freedom to choose like i wonder where that comes from because i know in my case my parents did have the freedom to choose yeah you know what i mean like my dad was the only one in his family that went to university my mom is the only daughter and she chose to study like what she chose to study in in university because she was interested in it so when did we lose that freedom yeah i don't know if it has to do with like coming to this country and i always wonder like what would be the difference if we grew up back home and the oh, life we I know I would lived. be like mm, I, it would be so difficult yeah. for me. I, know. I think it's oh, I, I know. think it's because they were scared. I mean, us. This is their first time raising kids in a different country, and they were scared maybe of I don't know, just the Western lifestyle. Yeah, I guess. But then yeah. my thing is, if you put fear or like not only putting fear in people, but also like keeping your kids from exploring or like you're you're shutting them off from living their life they're gonna most likely rebel more i feel like like the more you keep them in a cage you'll either have the ones that will obey 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 or you'll have the ones that will rebel like crazy and i've seen both sides in my family (laughs) so i've seen (laughs) that was me being the one obeying but also that like caused a lot of insecurity in me and then there's my sister mm-hmm. who's like breaking free, peace out, like you know, never gonna see me again. Um, which she obviously ended up turning around and uh, she's with us still. But yeah, you're gonna have one or the other. I don't know about your family. Did you have anyone that was like really uh, out there? Oh yeah, we did. <laughs> it happened. Yeah, we did. Yeah, us, uh, the, yeah, definitely, definitely have it. But I was the o- obeyer. I obeyed everything. Really? Every single thing, every single thing. And then it was like, yo, at some point I just felt like, I felt like I couldn't, <laughs> this is like personal, but I'm still going to say it. I felt like I couldn't understand why I did everything right. And I even did things I didn't want to do. And you know what I mean? Like, did like you know what I mean like yes you're a parent and I'm sure you do things that you don't want to do like especially you right now you're a mom you may have moments where you're like oh I don't want to freaking do this but that's that's what happens when you have kids Mm -hmm. I don't know so I did and then I just couldn't understand why I I was not allowed this one thing that I wanted same I couldn't understand I was like what I just I, I did this 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 yes you are my parent you did all those things I'm not saying that what I did is equivalent to what you did but can I just please have this one thing please and I'll go back to school I'll go do this I'll do everything you want me to do but just let me have this yeah. one thing and I was not allowed to have that one thing and what did I do and people call it rebelling <laughs> I don't know man you can call you can call it whatever you want <laughs> it's literally <laughs> yeah. the same like I was doing everything. There was actually a point, it's kind of a funny story, where um, I found out that my brother had a girlfriend and I was fine. Like, I wasn't going to be a snitch or anything. I'm like, whatever, that's normal, right? And then he got scared because he found out that I knew. So he went to my mom and was like, yo, she has a boyfriend. And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) what (laughs) and I got grounded for that I'm like are you guys kidding me you guys know who I am I don't even look at boys let alone date them right 
But um, Mm -hmm. yeah, even up until, like I said, early 20s, I'm still like, can I not wear the hijab? Because I never wanted to wear it to begin with. And they're all like, no. I'm like, bro, you guys know who I am. I am a quote unquote good girl yeah it's like i i i've like i should have gained your exactly. trust by now and it's funny now like they yeah. probably don't even remember what it was like when i wore a jab but i'm literally the same person yeah um yeah but yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah okay yeah we can relate yeah. on that on that <laughs> level it's hard it's really hard and so you were talking earlier about how like when you went to uh, germany you had for the freedom of you know like not having the judgmental somali people so how how was that in edmonton like was it because you had your hair you had your ear your mm. earrings your earrings a lot your stressed ears and i'm sure you had nice makeup yeah, on yeah and a nice outfit but it's probably not what everybody that looked like you no. wore and i like news would get back to my mom always like Hey, I saw your daughter <laughs> looking like this. Wait, I thought this was a myth. No. Yo, people from Ottawa are still talking about me. It gets wow. to my mom. Genge. Oh, I heard your no daughter. No wonder why the... Yeah, I heard your daughter married a Adan guy. Like, still to this day, and my mom's like, yo, I don't care. My mom was never the gossip yeah. type. She was never the gossip type. She stopped yeah. going to weddings yeah. because that's all people do. And so, mm-hmm. um, like... Actually, I had a run-in with someone recently, <laughs> and uh, she hasn't seen me since uh, Duxi, <laughs> gang gang. And <laughs> she was, and Duxi was like ten years ago or something, and she still ha- kept tabs on me. She's like, "Oh, I saw that you went to Germany," and I'm like, "Bro, I don't even have you on any of my social medias. How is this possible?" Like these people Whoa. are just watching, and. I don't know if it's out of jealousy or like they want to do it too, but yeah, no, these, Mm, I think sometimes it's, they live through you. Definitely. I was actually shook. I was like, cause bro, how do you know this? And yeah, yeah. no people are, I'm shook too. (laughs) Right. Like, but yeah, but like, what's your advice for people? Like, how did you even like, okay, you, took your hijab off that's one thing okay mm-hmm. but like how did you even step into like your who you are like how did you baby do that steps. especially with your background baby steps big time and then also battling with mental mm-hmm. health like so for like most of the years after taking off my hijab i still stayed indoors um because i was scared i was scared that people are gonna see me and then you know gossip and i don't want my mom to look like a bad mom because she's not and that's what all these like Mom, uh, like some of my moms would think, look at her daughter, look how she raised her, da 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 da, right? It's like, bro, it's not even my mom. Yeah. And also. But you're a person too, so but, uh, what, yeah. your, your mom's gonna control you to adulthood? Not even that, but it's that like. doesn't even make I know sense. so many girls from Duxi with their hijab on that would take it off and be in the clubs. Meanwhile, I'm without a hijab, with colored hair, and I'm not doing that. So it's like, you can't judge a book by its cover. Like, Literally. Literally so, um, yeah. no, I would just say, man, it's hard because I think the only way I did it was by leaving. Um, and, of course, like, my family is very, now, they're very, uh, like, liberal. So uh, it was easier for me. I don't know. I don't know what to tell someone that would have, like, a family that's kind of way more strict. 
but yeah, get away. My first chance of getting away actually was going to art school. So I said, okay, um, I'm going to Calgary. I'm going to move to Calgary. That way I can kind of live my own life um, under the sake of, you know, going to university. So maybe do that. Yeah. <laughs> Like, okay, that's smart. That's a good. No, yeah, that is a good one because usually when you step into, and I think that's a reason why, like nowadays, especially in this society, that children are sent away for mm-hmm. school because it's a moment for you to be, like you said, get out of your comfort zone and you truly live at the edge of it, like you said exactly. in the beginning of this. Exactly. So you truly step into who mm-hmm. you are, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But don't get carried away. That's amazing. I feel like I've always known myself though inside, um, okay. and it's very tricky if you don't know yourself. And then you're just thrown into a new place. You will just like kind of follow other people. I don't know. You can get into the wrong hands. Because I've been around mm. people that I've been around cokeheads, you know, like, oh, yes. Really? And I knew deep down, like, <laughs> this is not, <laughs> this is not my life. I know who I am. Yeah. I don't want to F with this kind yeah. of, you know, these kind of people. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So she's basically saying, guys, don't stay out past Maghrib, okay? <laughs> next next question. <laughs> Yo, I apply that to my life all the time. Like, watch out. It's getting dark outside. <laughs> but that's so hard in the winter when it's like, oh, four o'clock. Oh, yeah. Four o'clock? Oh, my God. <laughs> Bro. Oh, God. It's horrible. Um, okay, so you're... Okay, so the fact that you're... We covered... We covered uh, the like uh, the depression um, and you know how like you're pessimistic now you're optimistic and it's sort of mm-hmm. like a mix. Um, it's also saying here that you're a light-hearted soul with an instinct for following the most meaningful path. So it's likely that you're an animal lover, especially horses and dogs, and are described by those who know you as friendly, adventurous, active, curious, and independent. Well, dang. Well, dang. Well, again, this is definitely an adulthood thing definitely not like uh when i was younger but once i came into myself for sure um animal lover hello i'm vegan vegan for the animals (laughs) every day uh yeah yeah. um and that was yeah since i was 16 i stopped eating meat so uh that's that and that's like four years ago now (laughs) 11 (laughs) um yeah um I'm old. No, I'm not. I actually love being older. No, you're not. I, that's one thing. I want to be older. Like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, mid-20s, I'm getting old. No, I want to be old because I feel like people settle into their life and that's what I want. But anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah, like. Yeah. They usually say like a huge shift happens in your life in um, your 29th year Ooh. or something like that. And it's like, it actually like settles you fully into yeah. who you are. And it's when Saturn, because Saturn shifts or moves or something every 29 years. Uh So they call it like the Saturn something, Saturn awakening or Saturn. Like it has a name to it. And I think like they have a movie with that name, Saturn something. No, because I find that, I mean, I hate being in this place where you don't know what you're doing with your life and da da da. I I think everyone does. So I don't know why everyone's so fearful of getting older because that's when everything is settled. But that's just me. Mm, you know what's what? funny? Today, I do this thing where I'm, I'm born in December and I was like always the youngest person in like my class and school and everything and the people I hang out with because like I'm at the end of the year. Um, and 
I would do this thing where every time it hit January, and I think I started doing this when I was like 12 because I wanted to be 13, a teenager so bad. When it hit January, I would switch to the next age because technically, if you do the math, I'm 23. Yeah. You see what I mean? And so I've been doing that all year and to the point where like <laughs> I have friends where um, I remember recently, not even that long ago, someone asked me my age and then my friend looked at me and like snapped her neck and said, don't oh. lie. And I like sort of stuttered because I'm like, I don't know which one to say. It depends. Like sometimes I'll say 22, sometimes I'll say 23. Usually I'll say 23 because technically I'm 23. But then this, this morning I was talking to Martin about that and then he was like, so like uh, January. No, he's like, so um, you're... I think I said, I'm 23, bro. And he's like, no, you're actually 22. You're turning 23 later. And I'm like, no, I'm 23. I'm turning 24 January 1st. Oh and, then it, and then it clicked. And I'm like, I'm not doing that this year. <laughs> I'm going to stay 23 for a little bit longer. Because nah. 24 sounds legit, yo. This, it's so funny to me because I probably thought that too. And now I'm here about to turn 28 in a couple months. And I'm like, 24? Like I was a... Was a kid. <laughs> oh my god, you're turning 28. How does that feel? I love the number 28. Yeah, uh, it is cool. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I I like it. I like getting older. And man, I it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel different. That's the thing. So, mm. um, how are how are you aging with the veganism? Wonderfully, wonderfully. I'm not dying. Okay. Here I am, 11 years. <laughs> Healthy exactly. baby. That's the proof right there that your insides are working exactly. just fine. Exactly. I didn't have an underwear. <laughs> Man, haven't you seen her? She's a chubble. Chubble lover. She's so cute. Ah, <laughs> uh, she literally like makes me smile Aww. every time I see her. And the older she becomes, the more she's looking like a person. I always tell you that. But she looks like a person. Like it's like she went from being like, oh cute baby to like Jenna? Like this is yeah. this is her. Like uh. <laughs> So that, cute. No, yeah, I, I just so can't wait cute. for the future. That's I can't wait for that too, especially for Jenna. I can't wait to see how she looks when she I grows know. up. How she's gonna is she's gonna dye her hair or not? Oh, you know, yeah. like all oh of yeah, that. she's gonna be a very um, uh, open child. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Her parents both were Doc Martin, yeah. so that's already <laughs> one box checked. <laughs> but um okay, so when you started veganism, like was it like you stopped eating meat, you were vegetarian for a bit and then you leaped? Yeah. Was it before Germany, after Germany? Was it because of Richard? Ooh. Like, what was it? So, no, um, when I was 16, yeah, I, I stopped eating meat. So, I was vegetarian for a while. I haven't even heard of veganism at that point. So, I think I was six years, maybe, um, vegetarian when I turned vegan. And it was as soon as I watched a documentary called Earthlings. And that really put things in perspective, like, how... We are using animals. Oh, I could not watch that Oh, it took time. I had to keep stopping. But I'm like, no, I have to see this. Um, Yo, you have yeah. to. That's the thing. You have to. It's like you can eat meat if you want. Sure, it's your choice. But you have yeah, to see Yeah, and this. a lot of people don't make you know that what you're doing. connection, you know? Um, we, oh, my God. I like... I punished myself with oh, yeah. Earthlings. Like, I just made myself watch it and it's sob so through it. hard. To sort of forgive myself for all the years I was yeah. eating yeah. animals. And they're not here for us. And... Oh, you can argue that they were, but in this day and age, you can go without them. Like, it's you have the choice, whereas maybe beforehand it wasn't like that easy. I don't know, but mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I love animals and I actually love animals. All yeah. these people out here saying they love animals while they eat a burger, like, 
that's BS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. And also, it's like it's more of like the industrialization of yeah, eating, of eating we animals that f we things up. Do, like this is not how it was a hundred years back. That you guys keep bringing it no. back to. Well, this is what we were always doing. Not to this level. Heck no. Um, no. And this is very barbaric. I, I'd say it to is, be honest. And halal uh, farms are also the same. I've seen footage of halal and kosher. Um, uh, yeah, the the biha halal. Oh, yeah. I think I've seen some footage too, and they say that they slaughter it halal, it's but that's bull. not. That's they still not use no because to make it's like an audio recording, and it's like so machine. It it's is. fake. It's not and halal. It's like, obviously, to make this mass amount of quote unquote um, halal food, like zabiha halal, the amount of food that they make um, in stores, like across. Canada, it's impossible for all of those animals to be slaughtered the halal way. Um, so, yeah. no, it is impossible. And I, when I worked at Walmart, I actually was told um, that uh, the uh, zabiha halal is the same farm uh, meat uh, slaughterhouse as maple maple lodge. maple lodge, which is like the the com- not competitor, but it's like if you don't eat halal, that's the first brand exactly. you pick up. So. Yeah, so I was told by like my manager that technically all the meat is halal, but just to not freak people out, mm. they separate it. And I was like, yeah. "What? It's all um, advertising and just uh, I just don't believe it all." So, no, yeah, I don't eat meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I was vegan a few years before I, I moved to Germany, and uh, that's another thing that you mentioned, uh, Richard. <laughs> when you look at me and him. Most people would be like, she has tattoos because of him. She got piercings because of him. And oh, when it's yeah. the opposite, like, oh, are you kidding me? Up before I met him, and he, he of didn't course. have yeah, a single yeah, tattoo. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, so, uh, yeah, that's another thing that people love to assume. Isn't that annoying, though? Isn't that yeah, annoying? Because apparently it's a white thing. What's Just a white thing? Having tattoos and. and no, but also it makes you look like you're dumb. You can't make your that own decisions. Too. What are that you trying too. to say? No, nah, I don't. I've, yeah. I think forever I've, I've kind of um, went down my own lane. I feel like I've never yeah. followed people. Again, here I am sounding pretentious. I just know myself so much. No, but that's that's a characteristic of Libra Rising where you pave your own path. Actually, I forgot oh. to tell you this. The archetype of Libra Rising is the agent, the free agent. So someone who like does their own yeah, thing. Yeah, that's why did I? How did I forget that? That was right on there <laughs> that's too. Definitely me. And I was like, this is why. That's the one thing that made me like sort of tear up and get emotional was because I'm a Libra Rising and I also forged yes. my own path. Yes, you know you what I mean? Did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, okay, continue. Yeah. So no. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I I'm my own person. I don't do things because <laughs> I even though we're married, I'm not gonna do anything for him. I mean that sounds harsh, but like <laughs> I'm not gonna change myself. Like, and I don't think he exactly. You so to. it's like we are our yeah. own people, and we're like we are put together, but we're not. We were our own people before we met each other, basically. And I love mm. his whole person that he is and he loves me the way I am too so there's not going to be any of that uh changing for each other because we love each other for who we are 
Mm-hmm. And I get that um, a lot. Actually, I just got a message like not even that long ago where this guy basically told me that I left the religion because of Martin. And I was like, did you watch the video, bro? <laughs> and I had to put that disclaimer too. But it's a lot of things that I do. They're like, oh, well, you're doing it because of him. But first of all, it's like, okay, let's let's take that. Let's talk, let's talk about that for a second. If I'm doing something because of him, number one, you're calling me down and I can't make my mm-hmm. own decisions. And that's very insulting exactly. to me. And number two... What if he, what if it's like, what if it's something good that is inspiring? That is actually mm-hmm. a good thing that I should, like, it's, it's not a problem for him to take my, because he actually converted uh, to Islam. So it's not a problem that he converted for me, but the problem is that I have tattoos and, he's, and he has <sighs> tattoos too. Like, what? It's so it frustrating. Makes zero sense. Yeah. I'm like, wow. So it's a, okay. <laughs> Anyways, yo. I'm like, literally, I think we both can rant on forever, but I don't want to, like, give people the time of day. But it's so frustrating. It says you're that. It is frustrating. But, okay, so it says you're an animal lover, and this is especially horses and dogs. Is that... uh, Dogs I love. Point. Okay. Oh, damn, I love dogs. But, um, again, that was after I moved to Germany because there's so many dogs. I was afraid of dogs my whole life. Somali gang. We're all afraid okay. of dogs. But then um, <laughs> horses. I know. I'm a cow lover. That's my fa- favorite animal. Oh, why don't you guys have a cat? No, cow, cow. Oh, yeah, I no. cat. Uh, cats. I, I grew up with cats and a lot of animals, actually. But no, oh, I, I love I love cows, uh, horses. I mean, I love all animals, but not, not specifically a horse, I would think. That's very specific. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, well, okay, let's put that in there to see what happens. Um, it says here that you may be impatient with those who choose, choose to play the victim, but are always ready to cheer someone who has the courage to test their limits. So are you impatient with people who choose to, who you feel like choose to play the victim? I'm impatient. Or somebody who comes to you? With a lot of people. Um, can you say the, other, okay. the second part? The second part is that you are always ready to cheer someone on who has the courage to test their limits. Yeah, I mean, that's all that I, I mean, when it comes to, like, me saying live your life, like, if someone tells me right now they're going to, they're going to do something outside of their comfort zone, I'm, like, their number one fan, and I'll uh, cheer them on for sure. Yeah, because, yeah, well, it's only natural because good you got good results exactly. by doing that. Yeah, but, like, what about, like, the victim thing, like, you No, uh... Like, I'm very impatient with certain people, but um, not so much. You don't seem like no, that at as all. As impatient? Yeah, you don't seem impatient at all. You seem very patient, actually. Man, I think I'm just hard on myself. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> but no, like, I... Because I was once the person that would play the victim card. So I, I am not going to, you know, be too harsh on someone that is because they just need their time. To get to the point mm-hmm. where you know I'm at, um, mm-hmm. but if they keep doing it, <laughs> I can get impatient. Like uh, I don't want to call my sister out, <laughs> but um, she likes to be all "woe is me, woe is me," and I'm like, "Bro, you can do better," <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. you just keep repeating the same cycles. Why don't you try something different, and you can live a good life, like. And I want to shake some people. Yeah. But I wouldn't... Yeah, I don't know. That one's, Well, that sort of falls into yeah. that a little bit. Like, if they repeat yeah. it over and over, you know, and if they don't change something that is making them, 
you know, that way, then yeah, yeah, that's yeah. when I get kind of frustrated. Impatient. Mm-hmm. I frustrated, yeah. But you know what's really interesting is that I can't like I know some people who can handle when someone's being the victim and like will listen to it over and over and over and over and over again. Like I have friends like that. And then there's me where I'm like, yo, say that story to me more than twice, I'm done. <laughs> that especially so with like, um bro relationship problems. Yeah. Oh my god. And then it's like, oh my god, I, I don't even want to jinx myself. I like, can't. Like you keep coming to me about the same problems for the last five years now. Like at this point, bro, yeah. leave. That's exactly so you Yeah. <laughs> and they yeah. always come to me and I just like there's so many times. Do you listen though? Or are you just like, yo, I'm done. I can't handle this. Or are you impatient with that? Maybe that's what they're talking like, about. When it comes to my sister, I'm impatient with her. But when it comes to other people mm. that I'm maybe not as close with, I'll just listen. But even they know they're crossing a limit. Like I have some friends that I would be like, I'm sorry for saying this again, but I'm having troubles with this relationship. And I'm like, damn. <sighs> um, <laughs> Yeah, no, that shit is... But the thing is, I will be impatient, but I don't want to be. I'm, like, screaming inside. But I'm trying to be there for that person. Mm. Mm, I see. Yeah. The more I think about it, I feel like I actually do listen to the person, but I exactly. hate it every second of exactly. it. And it could jeopardize the whole relationship. Maybe you'll never hear exactly. from me again. <laughs> After that, are you okay? Yeah, everything's fine. Okay, okay, perfect. Yeah. Okay, bye. And that's it. Like, I'm done. But yeah. So this is like your, what is it called again? Primal triad. Interesting. That makes up who you are as a person. Yeah. I feel like the Sag was very interesting because I've never, ever, ever thought I would relate to that, you know? Yeah. You should, you know what? Just before we go, let's read the Sagittarius horoscope today and see if maybe that, uh, or not the Sagittarius, the, uh, yeah, it was Sagittarius horoscope and then we'll see if that you can maybe relate to that a little bit wait so the that's the rising right yeah uh no your moon Moon, side okay libra is rising yeah okay yeah exactly so it says that you may have been counting on someone to do something for you that involved a key element of an obligation you need to fulfill. Whoa, this is so precise. <laughs> what? Okay. But although that person had, has made many promises and reassurances, Sagittarius, it, it, it still has not happened. Although you would like to believe that this person will come through for you, the fact remains that you can't risk the possibility that they will not come through for you since this is something you can do for yourself even though it may complicate things you would be wise to get things done this done yourself so you can check it off your list <laughs> huh. mm. <laughs> yeah. i feel okay there's i can see that but i don't want to mention who <laughs> okay okay so wait you can relate yeah, to a little bit so. Okay, wait, just for exper- experiment's sake, let's try to read your sun sign and maybe you'll, we'll see what you relate more. to m- okay. more. Yeah, you see yeah. what I mean? That would be interesting. Because that was your moon sign, so that was your feeling self. And now your sun sign being the Pisces. And that's the thing, with this part that you just read, it's something that I don't want to express. Like, I'm too scared. To yes. ask for? Like, to keep pushing you know what i mean and i think that's the thing about sagittarius 
Oh my god, I'm so confused. I'm so confused, but you also made me a little bit nervous. What's no. going on? The thing uh, is, Sagittarius. Yeah, like the thing about okay. Sagittarius is, is they are so blunt, and um, uh, okay. I value relationships, and so I get too scared to ask for things sometimes, and all that. So I think oh, with this horoscope, like I feel it, but I don't want to talk about it. Oh, yeah. I see. Maybe you should. Maybe I should. <laughs> okay, so it says here you're Pisces. Yeah. Um, okay, so you may be concerned because your first meeting and the first impression you left on someone was not your best. But there is often the possibility that the second impression you make can be very powerful and very positive. If you are not happy about the way someone perceives you, Pisces, you may be worried because you fear you won't have another chance to get it right. However, you may soon have the chance to erase the old impression by coming through in a wonderful way and dazzling everyone with your hard work and glowing personality. Get to it. And uh, no. 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 I mean, I, yeah, I, no. I think everyone like gets fearful of leaving a good impression on people. But to be honest, like I said, in my adulthood, I don't give a shit. I don't care. Yeah. Wow. Um, because I feel yeah. like I'm now approaching people as my authentic self. And if they don't like it, that's fine. But before I would try to be something you know, that I wasn't or or something that, you know, just to impress someone. That's what I used to be like. But yeah. um, now I'm just me. So, no, I've never, no, I don't think so. Okay. Well, see, it sort of helps the theory. It, yeah. it You know, like, check your Sagittarius horoscope from yeah, now on. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, not from now on. Whenever you do, I should say. But, yeah, so how do you feel about that this, sis? interesting. Yeah, it was interesting for me, yeah, too. Yeah, because we share, <laughs> which one was it? The Libra rising, and also because I'm actually, like, getting into astrology, so it's, like, I'm, tr- I'm trying to, like, like you know, like, step into the waters mm-hmm. of it. No, that, that was yeah. really good. But yeah, because, um, like I said, I always felt not as much disconnected with Pisces, so I was very interested to see, like, my other two, and then this connected yeah, it all and together these, yeah the so and so in this house i'm like i don't i never knew what that was but uh you explained it quite well and I, I felt yeah i felt i feel like i was agreeing with everything even though i didn't mean to yeah, i think you did yeah i know i it sounded authentic so yeah because I, like, okay. I i don't want to be like oh yeah i believe that just just to say it but legitimately yeah, yeah. and i said when something didn't really make sense to me or make sense in my life either so yeah yeah you so. did you did and also it's like the older you are the more understanding you have of who you are exactly. so it's easier for you to so answer. there was a lot of things where i'm like if you read that to me you know five years ago i would not agree with it but now i'm like yeah. okay yeah that makes sense yeah okay. That's dope. Good job. Yeah, so this is nice. <laughs> I, I know. I feel, I feel pretty comfortable, confident a little bit. You yeah. Know? No, that was good. That's interesting. Yeah, That's this was good. great. I'm going to send you your birth chart. Do you have no. your birth chart? Do you even want it? Sure. I could send yeah. it to you. I'll, I'll text yeah. it to you after <laughs> this. Um, Guys, okay. So this is the end of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed Ooh. it. Um, Yeah, this is great. An hour and 40-something minutes. Know. Amazing. I feel like I talked so much. But once I get going, I just... It was great. Talking, talking, talking. No, you're like the you're a you're a good guest to have. You should you should apply to thank be a guest you. at podcast. All right, I will. Because you're good at thank it. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
guys definitely check um lucky out on her instagram her instagram is posi lucky posi lucky i need to like force myself yes. to say posi lucky not posi like positive yeah, but aren't you just like, what is this girl saying every time I said no, Posey Lucky? No, because everyone like, says Posey. I don't why? know. You answer that. It doesn't even make sense. Because I don't know what <laughs> Posey is. <laughs> oh, ring around the Posey? No. Is that what it is? A pocket full of Posies, Different right? spelling, sis. <laughs> ring around the road. <laughs> okay. Okay, anyways. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, so check her out on Instagram. Check her out on YouTube. She posts weekly vlogs and they're amazing. They're so chill. I literally jump on them every time they come on. Um, yeah, is there anything else you want to no, say? Thank you for having me, sis. And this is yeah, great. this is our first, first full conversation. And yeah, maybe maybe down the line I'll be able to do like your whole actual birth chart. It'll be an eight-hour. Oh, oh yeah. But I'll try to shut up next time. That'd be so no, you did good. You did amazing. <laughs> well, thank you for everything. Yeah. You're wa- wait, what? Okay, you're welcome though at the end of the day. So, yeah, I'll see you guys. We'll see you guys in the next podcast. Say bye, bye with me. Okay. Bye. <laughs>